He's like, let's play football. He thinks he finds a football. It's a bee's nest. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, go on, guys. And he's like, oh. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome back. (laughs) It's the Netflix Book Club podcast. You guys know it. I love it. It's the best part of every fucking week. Is this even working? Always look forward to it. It's me, Mike Tui, and my co-host, he's here. He's always here. Come on, say it the way you always say it. <laughs> Dennis is here. Hey, everybody, it's Dennis Rooney. I'm the time of my life. I'm here at the Vermont Comedy Festival with my boys. Mike Tui, a special guest returning to the podcast. Matt Wayne, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, dude. I think this puts me, like, in Tom Hanks territory. I think I'm in the Five Timers Club now. Nice. This is what, three I think this is five. I think this is five. Is it really? Because, let's see, we did... The Jake Gyllenhaal, we did Hook. Which one was the Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, the uh, we did the, the weird thing where you didn't know there was an explosion. The Hemsworths mind Spider head. Spider head. Yeah. Maybe this is only four. Was there another one? In the the five bloods. Oh yeah, so this is five. That's right. <laughs> Thank the you. Five Good bloods. memory, Mike. Wow. Yeah. Spike Lee. Yes. And so this is six. This is five. This makes five. Five. Cinco. You're not the first of the five timers club, but you're in a very exclusive. Club. More sure. than anything else, I'm just happy that I've done it five times and Patrick Schroeder has done it zero times. <laughs> and I don't mind that. that because no one who listens to this podcast knows who he is. Right. Well, we, we're, all, we're all wearing black. We coordinated that mm-hmm. successfully here at the Vermont Comedy Festival, year number two. Yeah. Dennis is here for the first time. Well, I'm in the Comedy Festival for the first time. This is actually number two in our Vermont Netflix book club series. We also did To Leslie. While we were up here working the Woolen Mill Comedy Club. Right. On-site pods. Satellite pods. If right off the street. It's beautiful. There's snow falling down right now. We're going to drive home tomorrow morning or, or die trying. Nah, it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. And it's been quite a fest. What a great festival. Colin Quinn killed last night. Yes. Over an hour in the theater. Sold out. So fun to watch a master technician like that. Yeah. Well, nobody's left <laughs> home alone. You guys, Nobody's man. left home alone. All right? <laughs> I like that. You're getting better at that every week. Episode 183, folks. We're doing a classic. We're doing a Christmas, holiday, whatever you want to call it. It's Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin. That was great. I wish we could do that for 45 minutes. I think we can. Do you think we could take all our five-minute sets and do 15, all three of us? Well, it would be hilarious to hear what they would think of that. They're yeah. Like, if you, they know we're doing a podcast. Dennis has roommates here, and this where they put them up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, do you a podcast? And then it's just 45 minutes. And that's like... <laughs> <laughs> we're basically a comedy camp. Yeah. Vermont that's what the fest is, yeah. In this Airbnb, you got seven guys in this? Like seven dudes in this house. And basically it's, a comedy frat house, you know what I mean? A hundred years ago, 150 years ago, this house was built. I mean... And you walked in today. Now, mind you, I didn't go to bed last night until 6 a.m. The night before that, 5.30 a.m. But you walked in. House was clean, right? Remarkably clean. Remarkably clean. Everybody, even the dudes who left early this morning, they like put everything away. I mean, they didn't put that shit away. But they put most of the stuff away, you know? Yeah, there's cream cushions in this room that look like a couch. Like, that would go on a couch, but there's no couch to be seen. They moved it. They slept on it. But they took the cushions off. They were home alone. <laughs> what, year, what year did it come out? 1990? 90 or 91? I no, I don't know. I thought it would be later than that. No, it was 90 or later? 91. Later? Yeah. 90 or 90. Did anyone watch it? 
I watched it. Okay, all right. Did you watch it? Yes. Really? When? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I watch, we watch it every holiday season, and, and I'm going to watch it again. I watch it. I watch both. One and two probably like three times each in the month. See, now that I'm different. I, I, my family, we watch Home Alone every Thanksgiving, but only number one. We're not. Home I know that we're not talking about the second one on this podcast, but the second one is so good. Okay. I mean, we could bleed into it. <laughs> I didn't watch the second one recently. This was the first time I saw the first time I saw Home Alone in many years. Oh, all right. and obviously we've all seen this movie many times as children or younger. I, some people have traditions. They've seen this movie in and out. Um, I hadn't seen it in a while. Forgot a lot of stuff. There's certain things, of it's, course, you remember. It's unbelievable. You you remember the paint cans. Yeah. You, know, you remember the hot doorknob. But you don't remember certain things. Like, honestly, I didn't remember it was the old man with the shovel that comes to save the day. Oh, you didn't remember the movie then. No, yeah. I remember that he had an arc where he sees him in the store, runs yeah. away, catches him in church. He's like, you know, you don't have to be scared of me. <laughs> right. You don't have to scream in my face every time you see me, little child. Yeah, he, that's his catchphrase. He would have bludgeoned those guys to death if this was like reality. But, <laughs> but the, yeah, he only got him once just to get the cops over there. But those guys can take a beating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an unrealistic beating, but sure. it's a great beating. The yeah. second one's out of control with the beating. Like, yes. That they go with the full looting terms. But, uh, I mean, steel shovel to the back of the head. Yeah, that might, that'll give you a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an aluminum shovel, and I remember thinking, like, that probably wouldn't knock you out. That'd be like a, hey, don't yeah. do that. I don't, I don't know, know man. But then again, he's already burned on the head. I think that's my favorite I think it's a heavy-duty shovel. It probably is. Because isn't he making the noise outside the window in the beginning, and the kids are looking out, like, and they're telling the yeah. story of the old man who does something? The yeah. South Bend snow shoveling murderer. Right, with the steel shovel. Yeah. I got a granddaughter about your age. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but, no. <laughs> but, uh, the, but the... Pesci getting, I don't know if you want to take it from the top or where, how you just want to jump into any part of the film. Whatever, whatever. The part that you're saying, you love when Pesci gets his head burned. That's I love it too because he goes, oh, but if you were getting <laughs> your head burned, you would be like, let me just stay here and not move. Uh, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Dude, it lasts so long. <laughs> he practically screams, turns to the camera, continues turning, turns back, ah, and then finally like goes away. I don't even think he goes away. I think it runs out of flame. Yeah. <laughs> no, runs out of profane or whatever. You, that's the that's your reaction with anything that's coming at your head or face. Like, oh, yeah. You know, but this guy, Mitch ah, Hedburn. What's that? Mitch Hedburn. Oh, Mitch that's Hedburn. Good. Okay. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you had to take one of these beatings, one of the things that happens to these poor, poor wet bandits, oh, what do you got? What's the worst one, and what do you think you could? Worst one is the nail on the, the stairs. The nail on the stairs. That's, that's, that's yeah. Gruesome. Yeah. Gruesome, and he takes a lot of foot abuse. He steps on all those ornaments and lights. Yeah. He just keeps walking straight also. It's another, yeah. like, let's look down. But they're dumb. They're, they're dumb. Right, they establish sure. that they're dumb. Nobody yeah. checks the floor at all in this no. movie. <laughs> Even after they've established the place <laughs> full of booby traps. I mean, like, it's a sadistic thing. I mean, getting someone barefooted, I mean, it's like diehard. It's like, right now your sticky feet, you got a nail there. That part, that's the first time you get uh, a look into the, the most beautiful screen in cinema, Daniel Stern. Yes. He goes, With oh! the and then falls back. Uh, actually, I'll say I like the spider scream more. Out of oh, him. no, no. You're absolutely right. Because that's like a different pitch. I'm saying he has the best scream overall. I don't mean that moment. Oh, okay. The spider is the best and then the second one when he gets electrocuted and he goes <laughs> That's in the second yeah, yeah, the second home one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see this old home one two guy over here. 
But I love Home Alone 1. I love them both. They're both amazing films. I yeah. do like them both. And it's one of those rare times where it's like, the second one was really good. I'm not going to say it's better, but it's really fucking good. Curry and Schneider, they really are awesome in it. Yeah. No, and I got excited when they announced the third one. Mm-hmm. And then you see that little kid, and he's got an RC car, and I'm just like, this isn't the same. Uh, it's not the same. Wrong again. Uh, the one one has the whole meeting of the family and the pizza party gone wrong. Yeah. That scene is incredible. The delivery guy, the whole thing. I mean, you gotta come on. It's that incredible. That's beat them. That that sets it aside from number two. Yeah, I mean, and also just like uh, I don't know if if I ever saw. I mean, there must have been an '80s movies, but like he's so mean to his mom. It's hilarious. <laughs> Dude. He's like, "Why don't you get off the phone and bake me?" Yeah. <laughs> But and also, it's also the early 90s. How come you just immediately backhand him? <laughs> no, but they're awful to him. Yeah, they are awful to you him. Know. They are such a dick to him. Like, yeah. everyone's a dick to him. Look what you did, you little jerk. Look what you did, you little jerk. Kevin, you're such a disease. If you want to eat some pizza, I'm going to have to barf it up. And then <laughs> when it is, he finally snaps because he's had enough. Right. They're like, not even mad at Buzz. And it's that happens again in the second one. They don't right. get mad at Buzz. That's they do that right. fake trial. He catches all the shit. That's yeah. such real family shit, though. I don't... I yeah it no it's great the great it's such a great dynamic the whole scene you're one of two <laughs> one of two and then you're steps. one of three okay so maybe more and you have yours is a sister so I don't know if, was, if you guys were beating each other up and really bullying each other a lot no. but did you get that growing up yeah I have two older sisters and I think we all they beat of, the shit out of me we all kind of scraped and scrapped yeah uh yeah I mean it's just how but it was goes. there one where like. It was always him start or her starting it, and you'd catch the brunt of it or whatever. Or like someone was always expected to be the bigger person. I was always well, I was up. supposed to be the bigger person because I was the only boy. So I have two right. older sisters, so my dad would be like, "You never hit a girl." So that would be the thing. Like, so then my sisters would egg me on because they I would finally snap and hit them. They go, "Man, hit me!" And I'd be like, "Fucking kill me!" <laughs> They're like, you puny little bitch. And then you hit him like, he's so big and strong, he can't do this to us. Mind games. (laughs) Yeah, my younger brother, Brian, was always the fucking troublemaker. And like, but sometimes you could use that to your advantage. Where like, I knew I could just be like, Brian's being a fucking dick again. Stop it, Brian, cut it out. You're always on this shit. Yeah, the reputation, that goes a long way. Yeah, man. That's the look at this guy. Don't look at me, look at this guy. Right, right. Um, this movie also, I was very curious to be, uh, reminded how is it possible to leave a child at home? They, they make it believable. Them. They cover They do pretty good. It's they a great job. It's the perfect storm yeah. and it's fairly believable. I mean, very I still good. think some point before they board the plane, one of the kids is like, where's Kevin? Where's that asshole we all talk about? You know yeah. I mean? But, yeah. but they, sure. they do a good job of covering that because yeah. They wake up late. They're scrambling. And there's no like, there's no like hanging by the gate drinking a coffee. And there is another. There's none of that. Yes. Yeah. They hand her the airport lady the tickets and she doesn't even check. She's just like, okay, yeah, run, get on there. You know what I mean? That's what makes the movie so good. It's because you buy it. Well, I will say the movie does an incredible job for as outlandish of a film as it is. They do an incredible job of covering their ass with certain things. Like the opening of the film and you see Pesci pretending to be the cop. He's got the Chicago flag. He's got the badge yeah. number. He's got everything. So then when they send a cop to the house to look, like, you want us to go check on your son? Right. The people who show up to a T, every same yes. detail. So they're like, they they fooled them there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they cover their ass with everything. And it's just like, everyone on our block is away. And in the beginning too, also, everyone's away. In the beginning, they're like, 
they show you the utility guy be like, the phones are going to be out for a week. Yeah. They really like the perfect storm of shit happens. And you figure adults watching it for the first time might start rolling their eyes and saying, you'd start thinking about it. And then they show you that on the airplane yeah. and that's when yeah. they figure it out. And it's this 1990s pre-internet. There's no like, oh, go, go on the Citizens app and see what the yeah. power's back. There's like none of that. You're like, someone says there's no this. You go, well, that's what the guy said. And you were also, you know, honestly, the early 90s. You're a little looser with your kids. You know oh, what I mean? absolutely, absolutely. It's kind of like, and that's why they call him. That's That was interesting, too. I completely forgot that they keep saying, you're incompetent. You're an eight-year-old. You can't do anything for yourself. Pack my suitcase? Yes. Pack my suitcase? Are, Are you, you crazy? Nuts? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. But it's like, at that age, back in the day, if you were, like, dude, I was born in 89. I was, like, vacuuming and doing shit around the house when I was, like, eight years old. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was born in 81. My parents... I mean, we were born, you know, my sister, oldest sister was born in 78. I was born in 81, and my middle sister was born in 80. So you got, my mom was pregnant for like three fucking years straight. Right, right, right. Which I get why she hates us. But, <laughs> <laughs> what did <laughs> <are> you <laughs> <to> me? <laughs> but, <laughs> so at a certain point, you know, we were seven, eight, nine, and I remember like my parents shutting the front door. You could hear click, yeah, and they were like, "Go somewhere, <laughs> right, right, outside." Yeah, leave the house. <laughs> Let her, leave us alone. And Three kids under house. ten, like, "Hey, what are we doing today?" Right, right. <laughs> you grew up pretty in the like, suburbs. Yeah, like that would just never happen today. Buzz says at one point, he's like, "Nothing's gonna happen to him because we live on the most boring street in yeah. the safest place." That part is that's such a well written joke in that part he's like A to I'm not that lucky I love that he goes from A to 2 <laughs> I didn't even catch that and, he goes, and then he goes to like then he says D he goes 1 <laughs> 2 and D and it's such a subtle thing yeah. if like, Buzz is doing that on purpose Buzz is hilarious I want to hang out with Buzz yeah but I think he's just a big idiot Probably. No, I think mean, Buzz. Or... I think you're right. I think Buzz is really funny. I think. I think, I think if there was a later, if you caught up with the McAllisters, he would be like going to open mic. So he's the comedy. he's the cop in one of the later Home Alone's. Oh, okay. That same like actor. Easter egg. Yeah. That's he's also movie. in uh, Nebraska, the Alexander Payne film. Good. Oh, great. Oh, never seen it. Oh well. Black and white. Bruce Stern. Ah, that's all you need to know. I didn't see it. Oh, we're in Vermont, not Nebraska. Nope. Nebraska. I wish I had buzzes. Dude, right. have you? I'm, I'm taking this in a weird direction. Sure. Have you guys seen the Joe Paterno film on HBO where Pacino plays Paterno? Paterno. Pacino plays Paterno. Paterno. It's hard to tell. Pacino plays Paterno. <laughs> so they're they're just covering in that film from the moment the story breaks. Which story is that? The pedo, the pedophile, Jerry. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Sandusky. Uh, Jerry. It is Jerry Sandusky. I know. So. There's a scene in that film where Paterno's son is like reading the story uh-huh. and he's like, and like Coach Paterno's just like looking at like film or studying. And the son is an assistant coach is like freaking out. He's like, and the next opponent is Nebraska. I should say that. Okay. So the dad is like reading the thing and he's like, or the, the brother, and he goes, or the son, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't sleep. This story sucks. I'm burying myself. But no, he's looking at the Sam Dustin story and he goes, Dad. There are, there are fucking kids in the shower? <laughs> what about this? And What about this? And then he just goes, and then they just cut to Pacino as Paterno. He just goes, Nebraska. <laughs> He's like, well, they're, just, they're just saying like either he was a football savant who couldn't deal with anything else, or he was just out to lunch. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, 
But anyways, check out Nebraska. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, taking that ride with me. That was a fun trip. That was a fun trip to Penn State. Because that's what happened. Nebraska. I'm some of my favorite scenes from Vermont. <laughs> like Alone. People have seen it. No, Home Alone rules. Home Alone does rule. I have to watch the second one now at some point this season. My family, like I said, we watch every Thanksgiving. We have lines that family members say every year at certain points in the film. That's how many times we've watched. Dedicated lines to certain family. What if somebody stepped on one of somebody's lines? Did they get pissed? It's not exactly like that, but it's just that they're. It's sort of like you have a bit. Right. It's known as their. It's their portion. So there's a part in the beginning when it might be look what you do a little jerk, but then there's there's someone says another like foul mouth brat kid thing yeah. and I can't remember exactly the line and around that time I have an aunt that would go god he's such a jerk or uh no what does she say fuck now I fucked mean. it up I'm you <laughs> oh the kid's so rude she goes this kid is so rude oh wait so she's not reciting lines. oh so you have your own line that's what I'm saying you have like your oh, own like family members play our own rules oh, as okay. watchers okay. of this thing and she, yeah. always, she always has to say it at one point during the movie she's like man he's so rude does it crush it's so funny because you're like yeah we, we know the movie we watch it every freaking year it's so you're, funny you barely enjoy the movie because you're waiting for her to hit that big line kind of <laughs> it's like part of the movie for so me you watch like Die Hard with your mom and she's like this McLean has got an attitude <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've seen this it's your end all you gotta get your end get ready to leave the house that day she's like wonder when I'm gonna drop the bomb today <laughs> let me ask you this because this is always a big question I have with the Home Alone universe okay and hit, I got a map hit me Home Alone universe beginning of Home Alone 2 <laughs> what? what I love it Home Alone universe I like it. Home Alone universe beginning of Home Alone 2 it doesn't have to be beginning of Home Alone 2 the question really is this Universal Alone sorry do <laughs> Universal do, do Peter, the parents, Peter and Kate McAllister, and the brothers and sisters, do they know what this boy did? Do they ever learn what he did? Do they know that, like, or does it get so tidy and cleaned up where the old man's like, these guys were in the house, I hit them, Kevin got out of here before the cops get here. So Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there a line or a scene where she makes some reference about detergent? Or she's like, he did laundry? Well, that's his that, And he goes, I got the eggs, I got the milk, I got detergent. He's like talking right. fabric softener. And, and everyone looks at him. He like, goes, what? Right. You went shopping? What a funny little guy. Yeah. yeah. So that's them finding out. But no, they didn't find out about the burglary, I'm saying. That they had burglars in their house. Well, I haven't. Not seen about, it. oh, they found out he bought detergent? That's what you thought I meant? That's an interesting point because then. Admittedly, this, I did not just watch this movie like yesterday. So I just, wanted to know do, do they know that <laughs> the wet bandits were in there? <laughs> Do they know? It's all a lie. It's all a lie. <laughs> Simple question. Yes or no? Do the rest of the family know that the yeah. white bandits were in their fucking house and that this kid said it's a think fucking fun house with think... really traps? You know, the, the, the tree house has a hole in it. The door has been got a crowbar. The I fuck think out that of it. they probably do. I mean, the next door neighbor becomes his like best friend. Yeah, but that guy's gonna die in like a week. So he wouldn't explain that I hit a grown man with a steel shovel and you. But he's giving the statement to the cops. Kevin is in the house by himself. The band is going to put into the thing. He's like, got that like satisfying smile. He's already in the house. He's not being questioned. Well, what does Buzz think when all the shelves are broken? Right, well, that's just Kevin being a rascal. <laughs> but the second one, the second you one. Move into my room, you little yeah. rascal. <laughs> tarantula's dead. You trout sniffer. That's some good insults. Yeah, that you disease. Yeah. You trout sniffer. Scum too is like that hits hard for some reason. Also, um, I wouldn't let you sleep with me. If you were growing on my ass. That's a fucking great line. And, oh, it's so good. 
That's amazing. Teens are like, like the, the bad words you can do in kids' movies or family movies, it's so much harder for them. Like, they have to write it better. They do. Where in real life, the kid would just be like, fuck you. Like, I asked how you know. Well, that's I, what's, and so I, I guess I was reading, like, when. Um, I have an answer, or I have more thoughts on your question though, before, but go ahead. Well, I, I mean, we can get back to it. Yeah, but like, I was reading, like, Pesci, I guess, when he first read the script, it was, you know, and you know, he has this reputation as the you know, Goodfellas, all these movies, yeah. Raging Bull. He's like, this guy would be swearing so much. So he had to make up this, like, like, where he's not swearing because he wants to be swearing. And it's kind of a fun gimmick where you're like, wouldn't you like one shot of Pesci? Like, you little motherfucker. Right. (laughs) A rated R Home Alone. Um, Hold on. So what year did Goodfellas come out? 1990? Yeah, I think 90. I think he had a big year. Whoa. I know. He had a huge year. Not to mention, if Goodfellas... And then my cousin Vinny's like 92. Like he goes, I mean, he goes on a tear. If Goodfellas came out first, yeah, then this is like... He was huge. He was bigger than... Nothing was bigger than Pesci this year. Yeah, yeah. Also exactly. like a crazy left turn to make for that kind of actor. No, Pesci, the was, range. Pesci was on top the of the range. fucking world. <laughs> and I think he, he won the Oscar for Goodfellas, I believe. So he was like, you got Oscar-winning guy playing right. a cartoon villain. Was that the one where his yeah. thank you speech was just... Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Famously, he goes with it. I appreciate it. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Like, he walks up. Like, this guy rules. <laughs> but, okay, so beginning of Home Alone 2, I'm saying, like, when they leave him home again, they're not like, oh, man, I hope those guys are not. Like, they just end up in New York. I don't know. Like, I just don't think – I think Kevin can hide it from them. It's 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 pre-internet. It's it's the late 80s, early 90s. There's some things you can't cover. I think uh, the old man said, I'm going to make the statement to the cops. Get out of here. Wait yeah. for your family. And then they came home. Buzz is like, yeah, what did you do to my room? He's like, sorry, I needed money to get detergent. He's spider's still at large, by the way. <laughs> at the end of that film. Right. right. Um, he can clean the whole house. Like, there's things he can cover up. There's things he, he can cover up. That but, Kevin, why is there tar on the steps? Why is there the tar on the steps? Why? Well, there's I, plenty of stuff. Just making the bed he sleeps in in the attic Yeah, would take me He wears his boots all day. I didn't care for that. Well, also, I mean... He's doing all the stuff you're not supposed to do. Right, right. The most unbelievable Obviously. thing other like also I don't understand the mechanics of the zip line that he makes. He just makes a zip line yeah, from a window. He's yeah, yeah. like, whoa! <laughs> it works perfectly somehow. It's just like literally like a clothes hanger on rope. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a rollerblade wheel on twine. I mean blows through the treehouse, almost dies. This kid's an engineering genius. He is. And they should have came home and like, we're gonna put you on. And they show his blueprints. It's like blueprints. He's like, the blueprints oh, right, are guys. Great. That would be a great thing to have framed in a children's bed. Oh, no, I'm but sure the, the biggest farce of to reality is the cop falling on his knees and then he just takes off. Oh, then he goes so far? Yeah, yeah. come on. Cop I mean, that's not the biggest farce. Who's cop stopping to his knees? When he steals the toothbrush? Oh, yeah. Doesn't he slide across the entire room? That'd be one hell of a slide. It's another, if you ever slid like that, I mean, forget it's it. It's another You'd slide never stop talking he's... about it. Well, he's working the air the whole time. <laughs> it's the Kevin McAllister gimmick, so he can go. Why? Yeah, when he <laughs> runs, his hands are always gone. He's always screaming and yelling. Yes, um, that's why his family hates him. Just chill for five minutes, dude. I think uh, the, the biggest bullshit in any of the two films. Here we go. Uh-oh. Are human beings, grown men, and I think one woman in the second one, believing that a loud television is real gunfire. The first one, he lights off firecrackers. Yeah. I'm buying in a pot, yeah. in a pot, That's which would work. It would work on me, well, it, and so it, it totally makes sense. You know, you're like, I just saw, I just witnessed a gruesome <laughs> suburban shooting. 
Let's get out of here. Let's stay and figure out who it is. <laughs> then they sleep in the van. <laughs> but in the second one, he just turns up in the hotel and everyone's like, it would be like, we have an active shooter in the Waldorf store. <laughs> what the fuck? I could, I could explain that one away if you need me to. I would love it. All right, so the bellboy goes up with the room service, right? I don't, I haven't seen Home Alone 2 in a while, but I think that's it. He brings up food and he's like, your food's here. And then he does the same thing he did in the first movie. He plays it and the guy scares away and runs away. It's Tim Curry. Tim yeah. Curry. So Tim Curry goes downstairs. There was a mass shooting. Up. They go, well, we haven't heard anything from any other... Yeah. And then they go up and there's no holes, maybe they not. No, 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 I guess you're right. I guess eventually they would figure out that they were all idiots. But aren't they, they're also, they're all like diving, right? They're yeah. dog piling on top right. of each other. Yeah. Yeah. TV's on in the other room. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's still, I'm not going to let that stand in the way of it being a very enjoyable film. Sure. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite slick moves of Kevin McAllister is that like, one of those things where I'm like, that's really good and believable. When he just runs up to the nativity and grabs the cloak and just... Oh, that's nice. Because when you watch, when I watch that, I don't notice him. And even when it happened, I remember being like, all right, where is he? And yeah. then I spot him at the last second. But yeah, he's a smart how, kid, man. I also love at that point how creeped out the criminals are by the church. They're like, I'm not going in there. Yeah, dude, that's a little <laughs> subtle nod. There's some overall tones in this movie. The old man, oh, no, you're always welcome to church. Yeah. Just small shit like that, but it's... It's again, the evil people, uh, the, the, the crooks are like, ah, yeah, go in there. But it's like an Irish Although family. Although I think, think Marv is Jewish also. Is he? Canonically? Yeah. They mentioned him in the, se- in the second film, they mentioned, like, they're like, happy Hanukkah, Harry. <laughs> yes. And they get all the cash right. or whatever, and you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, good for him. Do you think, yeah, you think he's Jewish? He's got well, they say it in the second film. Because he says, happy Hanukkah, Harry, or did they say, and I'm Jewish? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know his last name. I mean, we can look it up. Because he might just be a happy Hanukkah Harry. That's alliteration. He might just be a prose guy. I don't think he's doing like a Holy Testicle Tuesday or something. I think he's doing like... <laughs> what the fuck is Holy Testicle Tuesday? Actually, it's mature. See, I'm ruining this whole oh. fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Matt Wayne, you're spiraling. There's a lot of anxiety in the house. <laughs> Nobody slugs too much. I can't talk about just one. No, that's fine. That's fine. You're not, no, no, but I don't think he's doing it in like an emphatic saying, like, holy Hanukkah Harry. I think right. he's like, happy Hanukkah Harry. Right. Right. I, I, I want him to be Jewish. I like that. That's another little kernel of well, I think that's why he doesn't want to go inside the Catholic Church. He's like, right. I'm not going to go there yeah. anyway. Like these people. And Pesci is probably like, ah, oh, I got touched once, I'm not going. Right, right. Imagine Pesci's head burns, and it's just a little yarmulke underneath it. He <laughs> <laughs> is Jewish. They're all Jewish. But then why would be the Jewish band? It's not the wet band. In the second film, when Pesci's head gets burned again, yeah, and then, oh, he because something happens, and he has to put his head in the toilet, and he, the way he does it, he does a head handstand on the toilet. Swirling himself? Head. You know how much upper body strength that takes? Yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible. But also, doesn't, like, doesn't Kevin like move a snap-on giant tool case? Like oh, the second one, floor the second one is no. out of control. They're catching bricks from like seven yeah, stories. Right, right. I mean, there's a video where they they count out how many times they would die. They're like seventeen dead Mars. They like because <laughs> of the bricks hitting them. That's hilarious. If you, you should watch. I saw it. a TikTok breaking down the inflation. How much what Kevin bought in the grocery store would cost today? Oh, yeah, because it was twenty bucks for all that shit, dude. Yeah. Which was it twenty? It was like nineteen and change. Oh, I, th- I thought it was. Well, because he less. pays it twenty, right? It has to be uh, twenty. Bucks. I think it was like, well, whatever. Yeah, I forget. We got a ton of shit. It was sixty, seventy bucks. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. How much is uh? How much has comedy pay gone up since then? Not zero. It hasn't, unless you work in the mothership. Anyway. Well. 
having a blast. Bummer, dude. Having a blast here at the Vermont Comedy Festival. Check it out. It's the first weekend of every December, hopefully. I have another home alone. I'm sorry, you were in the middle of a plug. No. Hit us with the home alone verse, man. Hit me, baby. This bothers me every time I watch this film. (laughs) He finds out they're coming back at 9 o'clock. He goes and gets the groceries. He makes himself a delicious microwave microwave mac and cheese. Pours himself a tall glass of milk. Yeah. Sits down. Milk and cheese? Yeah, I mean this. Visit kid, the Vermont Comedy Festival. Yeah, <laughs> first week of summer. He sits down. <laughs> he looks at it. He looks at the clock. It's nine o'clock. He goes, "Yipe!" Right. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> dinner. That's a great fucking gag. Come on. Yeah, he's like, I don't need this. I felt bad for him. Like, oh, now this guy has to beat up these two burglars on an empty stomach. I, exactly. Forgot about that. It would have been good if he used it, like just like dumped like lava. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mac and cheese on someone's face. Or Mark comes over. Mark comes over and dips his hand. He's like, "It's still warm." Yeah. He must be nearby. Yeah. <laughs> Microwavable stuffers. Uh, what a great house, though. Even oh. the houses. I'm sure they just did this for the movie, but it's the most like, Christmassy house of all time. The they, wallpaper, the green uh, walls and shit is so nice. They built that entire house inside of a high school gym. Did they really? I mean, obviously not the exterior shots, but the interior shots. It's all. Uh, they built it in a high school gym, and the the end of the film when it's they're, they're up to their thing in water, they're like he's running through the basement to yeah. go upstairs. That is, they put a basement inside of the swimming pool in that high school. He's running. That's like a pool. Oh, that's so yeah. wild! You can watch. I mean, it's, it's that it's that Netflix series. How movies that made us? Movies that made us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Now I kind of want that one is really interesting because you're like they just made this whole thing in a high school. You know, right. we had uh, we've done a few John Hughes movies now at this point. We did Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We did Breakfast Club. I forgot he was Home Alone. He might because because Ferris Bueller, I think, is Wait, my well. He wrote. I think he one. wrote Home Alone. And Chris Chris Columbus directed it. Oh, I'm sorry. So, okay. but it is but it is still Hughes. It, I mean, Chicago. It's widely considered a Hughes yeah. film, and it's like yeah. obviously the same neighborhood that takes place in like Sixteen Candles, sure, yeah, or yeah. Weird Science. Like it's all yeah, that but, like <clears throat> upper class suburban. Chicago. Yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire made me want to live in San Francisco when I was a child. And this movie made me want to live in Chicago. Or outside Chicago, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know why, but it's just, yeah. It's just and it's there. like the same neighborhood as probably Uncle Buck, I would say. Yeah. Uncle also, Buck? Uncle What's Buck? that? I've That's never funny. seen it. Well, <laughs> hit me with it. You got to do it for this pod. because Come on, Seth. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, I'm out of here. <laughs> We were we were driving here to this festival, and me and Tui were talking about Uncle Buck. And this guy goes, "I've never seen it." Oh, he goes, "You're a fucking idiot!" <laughs> Immediately, if you haven't seen Uncle Buck, you're an idiot to me. I'm sorry, it's a perfect film. It was the silence that followed. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I broke tennis." <laughs> well, you did it so far. I've never seen it. You're a fucking idiot. And I was like. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, I loved it. You know I loved it. We were bringing it up all weekend. Oh, yeah. I forgot you're Catholic. You love the abuse. Yes, no, I absolutely love, love the abuse. The thing about insulting me is you don't even have to be like clever or funny about it. You just call me like a fucking idiot to my face. And yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? I'm sorry. No, I'm doing, I'm doing that thing. Uh, all right. So, yeah, as far as John Hughes movies, this might beat out Ferris Bueller for me. I love Ferris Bueller. Wow. This I mean, I'm not going to say you're wrong because they're both amazing films. Yeah. I mean, I guess for teenagers, Ferris Bueller is more enjoyable for a kid. This movie's this movie's tits for a kid. It's fucking amazing. It is. But I, to me, I think maybe I'm a little older. I think Ferris Bueller is better to me. and I. But I enjoy them both on like 
They both get a hundred out yeah. of a hundred for me. They're both perfect films. Plus, it's also a Christmas movie, so it's yes. like Christmas movies are their own kind of genre. Will be just true. all month holiday movies. For me, it's Home Alone. There's just no, there's yeah. just no way yeah. around it. And there's no wrong answer. Home Alone is incredible. What about Home Alone one or two? If you had to pick one, you're a purist, Mike. You said right. You don't even acknowledge the second one. Look what you did, a little you little jerk. I think I might have made as a Christmas card in elementary school. Like you're making nice. Christmas cards for your parents. And it became a thing, like, why did you write, you're a jerk? And I'm like, it's Home Alone. It's a movie. And they were like, whatever. And my dad was like, this is amazing. Right. When I got home, and I'm like, yeah, when they you, made a big stink about it because I yeah. said you're a jerk. You, you, when you, you teach your, oh, no, you filthy animal. And they were like, yeah. why did you write filthy animal? I'm like, it's Home Alone. You didn't know that reference when you were a young kid. I'm just saying, I've been watching. This yeah, is my, Chris is my holiday. You, yeah, when you teach your... So, big Home Alone guy for me. <laughs> right, it's right. going to beat out Ferris Bueller for When your teacher said, I don't know Home Alone, you just should have said, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Merry the, Christmas, you filthy animal. The uncle's so mean. That's great. Oh, he's amazing. It's he's great. Put him in your purse. My favorite, uh, <laughs> he hates him. He doesn't get it. He, he's he, like, home, we left him on lawn. He's like, good. Yeah. He, he doesn't give a shit. The movie, if he was the parents, would be no movie. Right, Every right. moment that guy has is amazing. Like, yeah. He comes out with a shrimp cocktail. Like, That's for later. He's like, oh, who cares? <laughs> and it's like, didn't you just have pizza? Or is this before pizza? Like, is this pizza? This is when they're in France. Oh, this is when they're in France. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like not his apartment. It's like his rich brother is paying for all of this. Bringing out shrimp. Yeah, yeah, he's, it's incredible. He's great. But if you're asking, which I, I guess I have to just give all the respect to the first one because if you enjoy the second one, it only exists because of the first one. So I'd have to say the first one is like the tried and true. But I do think John Candy in the second one. He's in the first one. Am I out of my mind? John Candy's in the first one. I'm sorry. We're in the yellow jacket. And then the pigeon lady is the pigeon lady. Is the well, that's well, those are not. Home Alone comparable one. characters, anyways. Home Alone One is the same. No, they're not. Pigeon the same. Lady is supposed to be Shovel Guy. Yeah, Pigeon Lady is Shovel Guy. No, I understand. I'm just. I think. Well, but it is weird because Candy is incredible. Incredible. And he goes, Poca, Poca. <laughs> and then the conversation out in the truck about yes. leaving his kid in a funeral home. Well, you brought it up. So good. <laughs> And you haven't seen Uncle Buck! <laughs> yeah, I'll get on it. I'll get on it. That's why we do the pod. Classic kid. Bringing people together through the power of cinema. Hit it. Hit it. It's Hit like it. they left him in the funeral car for seven hours, like all day with the pod. <laughs> and then she goes, Is he okay? He goes, Oh, yeah, kids are resilient. He started talking, you know, seven or ten months later. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, the you brought it up is so fucking good. But that's the point to me. I think the, the candy cameo trumps Trump. Because Trump's in the second one. Correct. But it, but it trumps... There, there's no... Other than, like, Tim Carey and... But Tim Tim Curry, I mean, Tim Curry and Schneider are well, not cameos. This, and the scenes in the airport are funny and good, and O'Hara's amazing, and the phone calls and the cops, but then you get candy in the bus. Yeah. yeah. It's just a party. It's awesome. It, it makes that trip home so good. And it, it's honestly, like, the perfect... It's, like, the most well-timed cameo, because you're like, all right... He, he beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah. He's like, what else can really happen here? And, and you like, see him in the background, and he's John Candy, and it's 1990 or whatever. So, like, he's a And you just got to be like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. And, like, it is. You see and him, they're, like, old friends from SCTV. So, like, for them to improvise a, a couple of lines together was probably so much fun for them. Him and her? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know she was from SCTV as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She goes way back. Wow. Because she's not. She ha- She doesn't really have any funny shit in the movie. But she plays it amazing. She plays a concerned she's mom. She's great. And the, the, the mom and dad in this film are fucking fantastic. And then even yeah. in the moments with Kevin where she's like showing compassion and the kid's being a real dick. Yeah. And she's like, you got to go upstairs. It's great. Right. She's right. got a good motherly tone. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 
Um, one scene that I was really looking for. When she I, was in Beetlejuice. She was a huge deal too. I, mm-hmm. I mean, she still is, I guess. But at the time, even she's gonna be in Beetlejuice too. Right. Yeah. One scene I was looking for that I. It's in the second one, but I thought it was in the first one, and it's one of those lines where like I've been saying it forever. Sure. And I might have it a little wrong, but when Kevin like goes into the bathroom and his uncle's in the shower. And his uncle's just like, get out of here, you little pervert. Yeah, that's the, the idea one. of an uncle pulling his nephew a pervert for like being in the bathroom. You're only in here to see my car. I know <laughs> here, is this what you want to see? <laughs> You're just like your mother. Kevin's oh, like, I just okay. have to shit. But this, okay, no, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because that sets up in the second movie that he like he gets that on the recording thing. And yes. uses that. So let's go back to the first one when he wants to fool. The burglars, the wet bandits. How much shit is in this house? Is someone a seamstress? There's cardboard cutouts. She, his mom is a seamstress. Okay, yeah. like he creates this party atmosphere. Right, right. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, amazing! Michael Jordan on the yeah. choo choo train. Oh, the choo. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It also and shows yeah, that he's having, doing this to make the, uh, the mannequin dance. He's he's just, I realize he had to be doing that for hours. He doesn't know when these guys are going to cruise by. So he's just <laughs> yeah. doing it for like four hours, like. God, I hope I don't get murdered in my sleep tonight. You know, what's the name of the VHS movie? Angels with filthy Angels souls. With filthy souls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it would, be, it would be funny if you, if not you a real movie, the right? idea just made for this. Yeah, if you just made like a, a Home Alone without the burglars, and he's just sitting there <laughs> drinking milk, like <sighs> just watching bad TV for two days until his mom gets back. <laughs> At least he has something to do. Right. He's like, I've eaten, but you know. <laughs> Ice cream, mac and cheese, glass of Crunch milk. Gators. He's eating a <laughs> snack called Crunch Gators. Uh, I want to mention real quick, I love this, is um, in Buzz's room, he pulls out, first of all, Buzz keeps a picture of his girlfriend in a trunk under the bed. Also, that's a that's a that's a boy. That's, 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 that's how progressive they're yeah, like, they don't yeah. want to body shame a girl. Right. I thought that's great. That's though. great. Sometimes yeah. you see people in movies and you're like, I'm sure they were happy for the work, but that's got to weigh on your soul a little bit. What are you saying, like, the girl that, that gets the wolf? Yeah, that's a, just a boy. That's more like oh, the director's yeah. kid in a wig. Like, uh, a boy in a wig. Okay. So that's funny. And that that's why he's funny. like very, you know. That's very funny. So this is where you just go, wolf. It's like, yeah, some, some like 15-year-old girl. <laughs> and Millions of people, wolf. <laughs> right, she probably right. kill herself, you know? Mark Walton, uh, comedian from Buffalo, funny guy, known for years. He's a bigger guy. And he was going out for extra work when he lived in New York. And one of the roles oh, he went out for, for one of the roles he went out for once. This is it was it was literally just called Monstrous Eyesore. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a whole joke about it. Right. right, right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mark, just standing in line for a monstrous bit. eyesore. I don't know. I mean it's like you're it's right. Great. It's like it's yeah. fucking cruel. That's great. Yeah, that's tough. Kevin looks at the Playboy, he's like what? What? No. Oh. That Playboy says like newscasters. I'm like, were newscasters doing Playboy? Or was it a Playboy or a Hustler? It was now? Playboy. Playboy. Playboy, yeah. I'm like, we gotta get a copy of that. I want to see some newscasters. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's so young, he's not even interested in naked women. Yeah, like, yeah He's yeah, like, yeah. why would I even look at that? Why does Buzz have that? Did any of you look at any porno magazines when you were like under 10? Under 10? Yeah. Maybe not 10. Maybe around 10 or 11? I did when I was like 8. I was at my buddy's house. And his dad had a porno mag that he found. And we were looking at it. It was like, you're eight years old looking at a vagina. And we were like, what the fuck is yeah. that? It was I do gross. remember that reaction. Just this glistening yeah. thing with hair. I was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what makes the world go around? Yeah. <laughs> that thing? 
weird. It looked so alien. I know? remember it taking a second for me to figure out what I was looking. It was just like all flesh on a page. Yeah, and, and like, like everyone was just like looking oiled. I'm like, why is <laughs> women so in. oily? Like, is this a, is everything's so wet. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> So I grew up all with all brothers. I'm one of three brothers, right? Oh and like, I never even, I remember being young and like knowing that girls didn't have penises. But That's a not start. Really That's known, a start. But not, and then I remember the day that I saw, the first technically naked girl I saw was like a cousin who was like running to the bathroom that I just happened to, I was like, ah, and she was in my house and shit. But that was there. I was like, that's what they got going on down there? I'm like, that's what it looks like? And, uh, but then I get, but as to your question about the magazine, no, but uh, internet though. Okay. When I was 10, we just started to get those oh, AOL. Oh, you were born in 89. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, so. so when I was eight, it was 1989. <laughs> <laughs> and there was just wet pussies everywhere. Like that corn song. <laughs> wet pussies everywhere. That's a corn song? No, it's uh, dead bodies everywhere. Oh, I thought you were caught it. I don't know corn. Everywhere. I'm really in my car. No, this is going to be the best one yet. We got there eventually. We got steamed up, you know? Yeah. yeah. We won't talk to each other for a week after this, but we got there eventually. Netflix Book Club Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Are right. we there actually? Or? Uh, we can be, but we got another good got six another. or oh, seven. for sure. I want I I like to get stuff to squeeze in. I know. This is one of those things where it's like, it's like getting a gift certificate for your like favorite store and you're like, you can't focus on one item. You right. know? Like, like, I love Home Alone. I'm gonna walk out of here and be like, oh, I didn't mention this. Fuck! It's like such a fun movie to talk about that, like, I'm, yeah. I'm racing. Here's something. What's the actor's name? Not Patrick. The other guy, Daniel Stern. It, he's so great in this movie. Yeah. And everything I have ever seen him in, which is not a lot, he's always good in. What else? Like, what happened to that guy? Is he oh, just not around? Is he just no, he's, small parts? Well, he, I don't think it as much now, but like, he also went on a little bit of a run. And don't forget, he was the narrator on Wonder Years. He was the narrator on the Wonder Years. Yeah, I don't so know. He was, was just getting. He was just getting mailbox money. Right, you know I mean? right. Just like, and it's probably still getting those checks. For I can't think of any, but he's definitely was in some big movies. Oh, he was in big movie. I mean, he was in. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. He's right in a camping one where he's like bushwhack, bushwhack, bushwhack. Yeah, like that one. he takes the kids to the mountains. That's another one where he's just getting beat up. The whole movie. This poor guy. He's <laughs> There's getting typecast. Whoever made that film obviously loves Home Alone. Is it great? part of that film where he's like trying to like pal around with these kids he's like let's play football he thinks he finds a football it's a bee's nest <laughs> <laughs> and he's like go on guys and he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> do the thing do the thing <laughs> maybe it's his he's like I gotta get one good screen you pay, you pay extra for two screens yeah, yeah. I have I, I dated a girl who had oh, a brag I don't know I dated a girl who had an alarm clock that sounded like Daniel Stern's scream. <laughs> Wait, and it would scare the shit out of me when I sleep over there. I remember I had like one of her, uh, you know, like a mug like this, like before bed. I was like, can I just have a mug of water? And I remember her being like, I really like that mug. I'm like, it's fine. 6 a.m. walk rolls around, her alarm clock. Oh! And I go, if you would have seen the footage of what happened, you would have thought I just went like this to a mug. <laughs> But I woke up like that <laughs> and just smacked the mug she told me she loved. All over the yeah, floor. There's like a, 
she foreshadowed her online. But I'm like, you gotta get a new alarm clock. This is also like this Daniel like, Stern out of your bedroom. This is like that scene in the Matrix. I want her to turn to you and be like, now what you're really gonna think about is would you have even hit that if I warned you that I loved it? <laughs> yeah. You're right. like, I don't know. Fuck. Well it's like Why would she say, you know, I really love that mug? Well, what say, like, like a Chekhov's shotgun? Right, yeah, Chekhov's gun. Yeah, I mean, she mentioned the mug being important, and I was like, you did this to yourself. Was yeah. it manifested? Oh! <laughs> she makes that noise after you smash the cup. Now it's just two, two screams in unison. No, she went like this. <laughs> ah! Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. The aftershave? Does he... Do you use aftershave? No. Do you? No. But let me ask you this. Do you think because he's a, he's being a sweet boy in that moment where he looks like he's shaving? They don't show him with shaving cream doing this. If you just put aftershave on your regular face, it wouldn't hurt. It's not gonna burn. That'll but if you hurt. went like this and did it as a kid, it would kill you. If you just threw it on your bare eight boy, eight year old boy face, wouldn't hurt sting a little bit? I don't know. No, I mean because you, you what makes it hurt is you open your pores. When no, you yeah, shave. sure. Yeah. I guess we're to assume maybe there's a scene in just it's just on the cutting room floor. But back then they actually cared about keeping movies at like ninety minutes. Uh, they don't show him going like that, but then it's like the famous. Sure. Ah. Yeah. Uh, I only know about aftershave from this movie and from The Simpsons. You remember the scene where yeah, then Homer does it for like five and his beard just immediately grows back. <laughs> you just rip the piece of tiny little piece of paper and put it anywhere right you're here. Yeah, like here, right here, right here, right here. And here. Oh, man. <laughs> but I remember as a kid, that was one of those things where you saw and. Uh, you know, when you're a kid and sometimes you see things in movies that adults do and you're like, I'm going to have to partake in that? Like, I'm going to be like in agony for 10 seconds every morning after I shave? Did your dad teach you how to shave? Well, you one went, one you day I was like, how do I shave? He's like, well, you put foam on your face and then you just scrape your skin. I was like, yeah, I guess that is it. There was no like, yeah, because I never, who's cutting themselves shaving nowadays? Well, and you had an older brother as well. Yeah, but they didn't. Once in a while you get a little cut. No, I just mean as far as learning him. Because I didn't know. I was just one No, I didn't know either. I, no one sat me I was like, I got to chop down this mustache. I just did it when yeah. I saw on TV. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just and sometimes out. you make this face, you go. <laughs> yeah, you try to you stretch gotta, the skin. Yeah, I can tour you. I try to work on my mugging faces while, uh, you know, my comedy mugging. Yeah. yeah, we're all just like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What are you, shaving your face? <laughs> Stretch the face out. <laughs> like in a cartoon. Uh, I gotta watch the second one, man, man. I'm all Christmas stuff. I, I can't wait Christmas. to watch it. It's so fun. I yeah. think the second it's in New York. I think it drags a little. Really? I think you're right. It just drags a little bit where the first That's one is just so better. freaking good. But... It's not, it's not like it's bad, but it Home Alone stands alone, in my opinion. But Big Bad New York City is like a character in that movie. It and is. to children, they're like, I, like how many kids throughout the United States, that was their intro to what New York City's like. And how magical of a place it could be, especially around the holidays, you know, an urban environment. Central Park, there's a lady, but she's homeless, I mean, but she lives in an opera the house. The Ninja Turtles, the Ghostbusters, Ninja, Batman, they're true. all in a, a version of New York. Yeah. I agree with all those. So, okay, but Gotham City is... But God, I'm New supposed York to be like New York. But either, yeah. either way, as far as a kid, you said they're first. Right. It's like a metropolis. I'm like, yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. For sure, yeah. Ninja Turtles, though, too. Ninja yeah. Turtles is definitely New York. They're not hiding from that at all. No, no, no. I'm saying, but like, as far right. as introducing kids to the idea of New York oh, City, okay. like, yeah, yeah, those yeah. are the movies. Home and Home Alone, Alone yeah. yeah. Home Alone, Ninja Turtles, absolutely. Because um, that was always, back then, like, that was always the depiction of New York. Like, it is this magical place, but, like, you'll get killed. It's dangerous. It's but it's fun. It's covered in pigeon shit. Right, it's covered right. in pigeon shit, and uh, yeah, it stinks. Yeah, the talk boy in the second one. 
That's a weird idea. I was like, yes, yes. Did you ever have one? No, but I remember them selling them on the back of cereal boxes, and I never really wanted one. I never had a real one, but I had the one that was like the pen version later oh, on. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, that was cool, too. And then the second one, he has that, and he's trying to record something to fool the hotel and sound like an adult, so he slows it down. You know, it's like, hello. <laughs> right. But so then he, the, the thing he records is, this is Peter McAllister, the father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was sitting around and started talking about, I'm the father. <laughs> That's it. I forgot to close the garage doors. That's yeah. It. See, they cover everything. And then they cut to garage door being open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of thoughtfulness in I really film. think they showed the garage doors being open beforehand. Mm-hmm. I only know because I just watched it. You nailed it. The but, thoughtfulness. Yeah. It's a comedy, but the script is it's taken tight. seriously. It's and you always talk makes about a, like, a movie being airtight. Huge difference. For a children's family movie, this is as airtight as it gets. Yeah. Obviously, there's some yes. you know, flaws in the logic, but it's fucking airtight. But it's yeah. airtight. And, airtight. like, it's a film. I mean, I, I mean, you could say the same thing about Ferris Bueller. It's, like, over the top. Yeah. Unrealistic, but like also like a fun ride to go on for sure. And Home Alone is just a fun ride to go even on. just that Dodge Omni crashing into the uh statue. That, that whole gimmick of everyone's that crashing into that thing. So good. <laughs> I wonder what that pizza guy's up to. He must have thought at the time, like, man, I'm about to be I'm gonna take off. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Nice tip. I mean he was good <laughs> for a small part. He got he made it his own, you know, young yeah. like kid, like, uh, what about the cash, sir? Like Was that a thing where uh Pizza delivery guys were like, doesn't he have a jacket? Of that jacket, yeah. that that jacket a little narrow jacket. Also, as a kid, I didn't even think they were just doing, they were making fun of Little Caesars. Yeah. Little Nero's. Right. Like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking that too. As when I watched it two weeks ago, I'm like, if you can get that like red satin jacket, that thing would sell. Yeah, that's, that's like, pretty sick, dude. Yeah. For, for, a pizza, for like a uniform for a pizza shop? Even like a little style, you could probably get like a Little Nero's shirt on any of these yeah, websites. I'm that, sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It's a deep cut. Whoever gets it, you know, they're cool. Matt Wayne will think you're cool. Little Nero's. All right. <laughs> H.A. fan. Cool. Eight years old and 89? Um, <laughs> so I would say stream it. <laughs> that was great. I wish we could do that for 45 minutes. Dude. I think we can. <laughs>